0: People always ask me what type of marketing we do at the practice to see on average 165 new patients each and every month. And I always say the same thing, reviews, and more importantly, I rank high on Google. You may have heard me talk in the past about how my practice's website and Google search ranking has been the most beneficial element to my practice's growth. Well, I've been happily working with the same marketing person for the past four years, and now you can too. Relevance Online Marketing will take you from non-existence to the top of the pack using the revolutionary approach to SEO and pay-per-click advertising. No contracts, no BS, and only the results that you can take to the bank. So if you are looking for a marketing company that gives your practice the attention and care it deserves, look no further than Relevance Online Marketing. Mention Dental Practice Heroes and get your first month free, risk-free, with absolutely no obligations. Relevance Online Marketing will take your online marketing from zero to zero. To hero. Go to relevanceonlinemarketing.com and set up a demo today. That's relevanceonlinemarketing.com and gear up for some real practice growth. Sometimes you got to go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it. That was an awful experience, but when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for, to answer your questions as your dental business mentors. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Dental Business Mentor. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Paul Edgison. I'm here with my buddy, Dr. Justin Bullard. What's happening, Justin? How are you?
1: What up man? What up? Doing good, dude? I was just discussing the parenting woes with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we are we are your parenting mentors. Let me tell you. Uh, if if you had heard our discussion after we hit re- or before we hit record here, you would think we are just fantastic parents who no- have all the answers. You would you would be like, "Wow, these guys should write books on on fathering." And are you see our well-behaved kids that never make any mistakes. Right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: So what are we talking about today? Top three mistakes uh, dentists make, I think, is the way that's worded, right?
0: Yeah. When you tend to think about top three, I mean, it's it's hard to pick a top three because, I mean, we, we make a lot of mistakes and then not that there's anything wrong with mistakes, but I'll just pick three that come to mind for me right now is, you know, number one, I'd say almost like an entitlement mentality that I've got a degree, I own a practice, I should be making tons of money. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it because most dentists, most dental practices are average. And if you want to have an average dental practice, just do the bare minimum and be average. But if you want to make a lot of money and have a very successful practice, you've got to be more intentional with your time and more intentional with what you're doing as a practice. How do you do things? What are the expectations you set with your team? What are the ways you answer your phone? What are your systems and your protocols and all this stuff? And you can't just show up with your degree and just expect those things to happen. You've got to put in the time and the effort to make these things happen that take your practice to the next level. So that would be the first one for me is that just because you got a degree doesn't entitle you to anything. That is your ticket to the show. Everything else that's going to set you out to be different has to be what they say, like uncommon. You have to be uncommon if you want uncommon results. So I would say that's number one for me. Number two, we get this analysis paralysis that we feel like we should know more about something before we jump into it. And that could be practice ownership. That could be something clinical. That could be, I have to work on my leadership skills before I step in a leader role. And I think there is some level of knowledge and training that you should have before getting into stuff. But never forget that you will be able to look at situations. Things are going to happen in your practice career. Things are going to happen as as you're the leader that you could never possibly prepare for and that you're just going to have to get in there and figure it out on your own. Like some people want to open a practice and they say, gosh, I got to learn more about the business side. I got to learn more about this. I don't know the first thing about insurance. Well, I mean, you could start knowing all about that, but don't think that you can't figure it out on the go. And I can tell you my experience from opening a startup. There was things we, you know, we, we had an idea of where we were going with it, but there were so many things that came up and were just I didn't even think of it. I, You know, it's like you just get in the moment, you assess how you're doing, you look for problems, and then you look for solutions. And you solicit, you know, the solutions from your team too. So I don't want anyone to kind of think that they should know everything before taking a big step. Maybe that's adding an associate. Maybe that's expanding your practice. Maybe that's changing your hours. Maybe that's just opening a practice. Maybe that's trying a new procedure. You should have some knowledge on the subject, but just know that you can't possibly know everything going into that. And then the third thing I would say, and that kind of speaks to my first point is that there's no entitlement mentality. You got to do, you got to make the practice how it is, is I think we, a lot of practice owners really fail to focus on the product. And I'm not talking about the actual dentistry. I'm talking about your brand image, your image that you portray with the words you use, the, how your website looks how your office looks, how you move people through the office, like your product, the experience that the patient has of your office, focusing on that as much as we focus on the actual dentistry itself and the margins and all that, but focus on the experience because that's what the patient is buying. That's what they're consuming as a consumer. They're consuming that experience. They don't know how good the dentistry is. and I'm not saying you you shouldn't be doing good dentistry, but I'm saying if you put as much focus into the patient experience as you do into the quality of your dental work, that's when you're going to start seeing these little ex, really exponential growth of your practice because it's so unusual for a patient to go to the dentist and be like, wow, that was next level. That was an, an unreal experience. I've never been to a dentist like that. I am blown away. I'm going to tell all my friends about it. Now, if you go and you stay at a really nice hotel and you're used to staying at nice hotels, you might not go tell anybody about it because it's it's kind of normal and it's kind of expected. Same thing with some restaurants and stuff. Like you might, If you blow someone away at a dental office, it's so unusual for them. They can't help but tell people about it. They can't help but feel obligated to get on Google and write a five-star review for you because it's just so unusual. So focusing on the product focusing on how clean the bathrooms are, what the floors look like, everything, every little element, visual, smell, touch, feel, everything about your, your office that the patient experiences is putting the focus on that. And you can't just show up and expect it to happen. You have to show up and you have to look around and decide what you want to do with that. Those would be my top three that I think, and I think they're all kind of related, but I mean, it's hard to come up with the top three. There's just so many things we could talk about. Like, what do you think, Justin?
1: Yeah, I think there's a variety of of little things, but I if we're focusing on let's say one area, like the biggest complaint that I think docs have when it comes to like their business is is the productivity and the profitability of that, right? If we could increase the productivity and profitability of the the business, ultimately the profitability, right, is what it comes down to. They're much more excited about putting in the work that they're putting in. And so I would say, and I we're probably t- talking across the board and i'm making generalizations here but i think in the, the first mistake folks make is they invest their money and time in the wrong things off the bat sometimes you know spending less money on you know fancy gadgets or certain technology or spending less money on high ticket ce courses especially in the beginning is probably a good idea and, and to invest more in things um, that will help you improve the bread and butter treatment that you're going to be doing right investing in your team early, right? Doctors that are more productive, they, they invest in their team. They actually block off the time to, to train their team. And, and I think that's really important. And then the last piece is like communication, I think is a big thing across the board. I, and I think this is more like an error of omission. Like it's not a mistake that anyone's making intentionally, but treatment acceptance tends to be a, a pain point for a lot of folks. Patient conversion and that all comes down to effective communication. And so sometimes it comes naturally for folks and sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, it requires work, right? And that work is, it's tough. And so when you tell somebody that, you know, if I were you, I'd probably invest some time in improving the communication aspect of things. It's not something somebody thinks about intuitively. They think about other things like systems. Which brings me to the next point, which is I think folks think systems are going to solve all the issues, right? So we hear it thrown around a lot. It's like we need operational systems, and then you know the business will run on autopilot, so to speak. But the systems are are good, but systems need to be managed, right? If you if you have a system, if you have a way to for revenue cycle management or accounts receivable, or you have a system in terms of the way new patients are treated, etc., whatever your system may be, I think it's important to Realize that you you have to have a time set aside to train folks on this. And it takes time to to implement the system in your practice. So systems don't solve issues unless everyone's trained on the system, folks are being held accountable to the system. And I think the accountability piece and the training piece are missing a lot when, when we go into practices. The third, I would say, is folks are not spending enough money on marketing their practices. I see that often so i would say spend more money on on marketing but be careful because what i'm seeing a lot of is when you look at the the fees the agency fees that folks charge on a monthly basis compared to the ad spend that that they they are allocating that's important right you want to you want to have as much of that going towards ad spend as possible so working with the marketing company that is uh, you know, has lower fees, allows you to take more of your your profit and your net income and reinvest that into marketing to grow that patient base because new patients really are the the engine that drives this all. Those are probably the top three that come to mind. And there's many, many. We go on and on and on here, man. For every problem in a dental practice, we can think of a mistake that's been made because we've made them all. But I
0: wish you would <laughs> went first because I want to change my three now. No, as after hearing you talk, I'm like, wait a second, like I want to go back. You said marketing. What is your number one mode of marketing right now?
1: Honestly, I feel like it's um, the usual suspects. Right? It's it's spending time on on getting Google reviews and making sure that you're you're actually trying to be the Google review leader in in the area, if possible. The other is make sure you have a, a great website and that can convert. And you know, there's all sorts of stuff that goes into that. And then there's the SEO piece of that as well. Google AdWords, uh, depending on on where you're at, but Google AdWords are effective and again depending on where you're at direct mail is effective. Clients in Florida their direct mail yield great results. You know, in other areas we've tried it it's not as good. So you sort of have to look at what's what's working, but those would be our our main areas. The social media aspect I think that organic reach that folks can have would have a major impact if folks could do it well and you see a lot of people just crushing it. And then there's the other side of the spectrum where we just you know post every other week and I think really trying to take the time or having somebody who's an ambassador for the social media aspect in your practice would be helpful. And that's something we're trying to work on more, too. It's it's been one of the more nuanced, uh, one of the more difficult, challenging things to do.
0: Yeah, my daughter wants me to get on TikTok so badly. She's like, you would be great on TikTok. These TikTok dentists, they make so much money. And I'm like, but how? Like, why do they have have time to do this? You know, like, I can't... I could barely come up with ideas for podcast episodes, let alone <laughs> yeah. be clever and funny. And I do not even want to put myself out there that much. I mean, everyone's going to judge me it was like it's like when you see a billboard with like someone's face on it, you're just like, you like immediately make a judgment. And you're like, Oh, that guy looks like, you. you're like, no, F that guy. You don't even know him. Like, I don't want to be out there that much, you know, the TikTok stuff, but yeah, I'm not hip enough for that. So that's our three things there or six things or seven, or maybe we did 11. I don't know how many we did, but as always, they were always, they're, they're just so good. They're just, you, you, you could use them on Monday, right, Justin?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it certainly makes you think, right? Uh, about things differently. What are the things that, that we could be doing a little bit better? And, you know, we're all in the same boat. We're always trying to improve and progress.
0: Yeah. I, I think in a few months we should do the top three things again and we should just take away top. We'll just say three more things, three more things you should be doing. <laughs> That's right. All right, That's right everybody, right. write your questions and info at dentalbusinessmentor.com and check out our videos at dentalbusinessmentor.com, $179 a month. No contracts, cancel anytime, and we will talk to you all next time.